Hey guys, this episode is called The Truth About Goals. So how many of you out there can, in all honesty, look back and say, I'm making great progress on all my New Year's resolutions? I probably can't. I think I've accomplished a couple of things that I set out to do for the year, but most of the things that I set out to do, most of my goals for this year, I haven't really made any progress on. Some I've made a little bit and then something else came along. Some of them I just stopped working on for one reason or another. Time, family obligations, work obligations, you name it. I take my New Year's resolutions pretty seriously. I think it's a good opportunity to reflect on where you are, what you've accomplished in the prior year, and it's a new year. It's a new you. You want to learn, you want to improve, you want to get better, you want to accomplish more, and you want to take your life to the next level, whatever that means for you. But they're probably pretty important things that at one particular point in time, you said, I'm going to commit to these things and get them done. And if I do these things, I can look back at the end of the year and say, wow, I accomplished a lot. But unfortunately, for most of us out there, New Year's resolutions have almost become a joke. Let's take gyms, getting fit, for example. Gym memberships are probably the highest. There's probably some data out there I could look up and cite to support this, but they're probably the highest in January, February, March. And then they start to taper off. Even people just canceling their gym memberships or the attendance at the gym has fallen way off. And all of a sudden you find yourself in March, April, May with a 50, 100, even $200 a month membership that you're not even using anymore. So why does this happen? Well, I think there's a fundamental problem with the way that people set goals. First of all, I think when people set goals, they're way too large. They're almost intimidating. They really aren't broken down to the level that you feel that you could accomplish them. And when people try to tackle something too big and they don't see incremental progress towards that goal, they start to, they start to lose traction on them. They start to get discouraged. The other problem is they're too vague. So if you set a goal like, I want to get healthy, well, what does that really mean? It could mean a million different things. So where do you start? How do you measure your progress? How do you know that you're actually working towards accomplishing your goal? So I think there's, I think those two things are really the fundamental problems with the way most people set goals. So I'm going to give you a different way of looking at goals. And I teach this to hundreds, if not thousands of people, almost on a daily basis on how to define or set more realistic goals, how to take a high level goal and decompose it to the point that you can work on it in smaller increments all the while, while you're 
accomplishing those smaller increments, you're feeling good because you're obviously making progress towards your overall goal, your higher level goal. So that's one thing. And it's much easier to measure that progress as well. So let's take an example. I Last year, I set a goal to write a book. So write a book is a very, very large goal. And sure, I could have sat down and wrote when I felt like writing, and I could have committed some time to it, whatever. I, I could have made progress to it. But more likely than not, I probably would have lost interest over over a period of time, whether it be a month, two, three, four, five, six months. It took me almost a year to write my first book. So the, I looked at it a little bit differently. I looked at it the way that I actually teach it to organizations and individuals and teams. I said, well, I can apply this to writing my book. It was very, very simple. So what I did was I set a main goal, which is write a book. And then I decomposed that goal. And by that, I mean, I just broke it down. I broke it down to something more manageable. So what does that really mean? Well, if I want to write a book, I know there's probably going to be chapters in it. And before I can even determine what the chapters are, I should probably come up with some type of an outline. And even when I have the chapters down, some of the chapters may be pretty long. They may not take me a week or a day, a week, or a month, or even two months to write an individual chapter. So I could break that down even further. And I could say, I'm going to commit to writing a certain amount of of words on a daily or weekly or biweekly basis. And then I'm going to check off when I'm getting these things done. So every time I would accomplish something, I would feel very, very good about it. When I didn't accomplish something, I would look at why didn't I do it? And I would change whatever that thing was that was getting in my way or what I was feeling, whether it be shifting my mindset, repurposing some time, whatever I needed to do to actually accomplish what I had committed to on that, let's call it a micro goal. So let me walk you through this example of what I did. And I think this can apply almost to anything. So I start at the highest level, which is write a book. Then... I say, okay, the first two weeks, I'm going to focus on crafting the outline, which will give me a good idea of what the chapters will need to look like. And these can change. But I'll focus the first two weeks on create the outline and then write the introduction, which will really set the tone for the rest of the book. So I did that. I committed to two weeks. Let me get those two things done. And I did it. It wasn't perfect. I went back in future iterations, weeks, if not months, and rewrote some portions of it. Then I had it edited, rewrote it again. But I started. And when I finished those things, I felt really good. So, oh, I'm in a flow now. So I did it again. But while I was doing it, I said, okay, I have two weeks to accomplish this. That's still a fair amount of time. So on a daily basis, what am I going to do to reach that two-week goal? What am I going to do or commit to on a daily basis or every other day so that I can ensure that I'm going to make progress towards that two-week goal? 
So I broke it down even further and I said, okay, I'm going to commit to writing 300 words per day. Sometimes that would take me 20 minutes. Sometimes it would take me an hour and a half because I would go back and rewrite it, go after, go over it again. I'd have my wife, Natalie, check it out. She'd say, oh, I think you should say this differently or your tone or your voice is changing. So she'd give me some immediate feedback as I was writing three, 400 words. Sometimes I would write at a time. But what that did is when I committed to writing 300 words per day, within a seven-day period, I'm writing 2,100 words. So it starts to add up. And I did that over and over and over again. After the two weeks, I said, okay, I have enough content here. It's not perfect, but I have a good base for the first chapter. I'd already done the outline. A good base for the first chapter. So the next two weeks, I said, let me write chapter two, and I'll just do one chapter at a time. So I did it again. I increased to 500 words. I said, okay, I can put aside one hour per day to write. I really want to do this. So I did it. I did 500 words, 500 words, 500 words. I had more than enough content by the time I was done with a two-week period for my second chapter. I had to trim a lot of it out. A lot of it was just anecdotal. So I got that done. So I felt really good. I saw the needle moving. And that's what's most important. I had much more succinct goals. I had broken them down to the point where I could accomplish things in smaller increments and feel good about the progress I was making. So I did this again and again and again. And then when I got towards the end, I said, okay, I'm going to spend the next two weeks, have the editor look at it in four days, review the editor's notes and suggestions, make those changes. And that was a two-week increment. Then it was the cover art, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's how I got my book done. And it took about just under a year, literally about 11 months and a week, start to finish. So the same principles can be applied to any goal. Get healthy. Well, am I going to change my diet? Am I going to cut out sugar? I mean, increase my intake of protein. What does that really mean? Do I want to get leaner? Do I want to lose 20 pounds? I'm saying I want to lose 20 pounds this year is great, but it's overwhelming for a lot of people. So the main goal could be, I want to lose 20 pounds this year. Maybe it's 30 or 40. Well, then break that down. Break down. What do I want to do in two weeks? Do I think I could sustain losing one pound every two weeks or two pounds? And then break it down even further. How do I do that? Well, probably going to have to do cardio three, four days a week. I have to go on a walk. I have to go for a run. I have to get to the gym. Do I want to bulk up? Whatever those goals are. I think you get the idea by now. So I, you break it down even further. You break it down into two-week increments. I have to go to the gym four days a week. Use little post-its on your wall. Use one of the hundreds of, of platforms online like Trello or whatever you want to use. Use an Excel sheet to track it. I went to the gym four days this week. I went three. Well, why didn't I go that fourth? Well, because something got in the way. Okay, that's fine. If it's something you can change, if it's happening repetitively, 
then you may mean maybe you need to make some adjustments or maybe it's just because realistically in your life, you don't have the time. You can't fit in a fourth workout comfortably. So you're going to have to do three and may have to extend it a little bit, but that's fine. Everybody talks about being consistent. Consistency is what leads to success or accomplishing your goals. So when you set out on a goal that's way too large, too vague, too big, more likely than not, you're going to fall off. You're going to lose steam at some point. You want to see that incremental progress. It's very easy to break down a large goal. Just think about whatever that goal is for you, whether it's writing a book or losing weight or starting a business. Create a quick outline. Kind of break it down. Take 15, 20 minutes, a half hour on a piece of paper. Start with, this is what I want to accomplish. These are the sub-goals of that. There could be one. There could be three, four, five, six, ten. All these things are collectively going to make up the larger goal. And then break those down even further into things that you can accomplish and track on a two-week basis. And when you do that, at the end of the two weeks, if you've accomplished everything and you lost your two pounds or your pound or whatever you had set out to do, congratulate yourself. Take a minute to reward yourself. If you didn't, don't beat yourself up about it. Look back. See where you can make some changes so that in the next two weeks, you can do even better. And maybe you will accomplish it. Find that happy medium. Find that balance that will work for you. That way, you are becoming consistent. You are tracking your progress. And you're doing things in such a way where you're getting those small wins along the way that collectively add up to the larger goal. Whether it's New Year's resolutions or you're setting a goal in November that you want to accomplish in December. Whether it's something you want to accomplish in a month, two months, three months, or a year. Or two years. Whatever it happens to be. You can always break it down to more manageable chunks. So give that a try. Look at the things that you have on your list of goals right now. Things that you want to accomplish. Regardless of how big they are. Break them down. Just try it. Break them down. Work on it in smaller increments. Reward yourself when you do well. Look at opportunities for getting better when you don't accomplish things in a two-week increment. And I promise you, if you do that, you'll be able to start accomplishing all of your goals, even if you have multiple goals running in parallel. And you'll start designing the life you truly want to live, and you'll start getting to done. Alright, alright, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me and listening to the Unfiltered Entrepreneur Podcast. If you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave me a review. Also head on over to Facebook and join my Facebook group, The Unfiltered Entrepreneur. You can visit my website at chrispuglisi.com. Hope to see you again here real soon.